Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We are here today to put the her in counselor. Oh. <laughs> I did it. She just raised the roof, you guys. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense, and I was excited about it, and I've probably done it before. It makes just as much sense as any, any other thing we've ever said. Thank you. You're always there to remind people, no matter how stupid it was, what I just said. It's okay. I will um, defend this little thing we have going on here. It. it was your idea. My name is Summer Yeager. I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy. And Joy, you said something in the last episode that I've been marinating on ever since. Okay. <laughs> and it's hitting me like a freight train. And it's very weird. And it's the fact that I'm about to turn 32. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Which means I'm like in my... 30s. Yeah, you're like... It's not like, I'm 30. It's like, I'm 32. Uh, yeah. I've already been in my 30s. What? And then shortly after, I'll be 32. You always... I always get to live, like... I, I like to... You, like, experience you get to experience it, for it first, and then I get to go. <laughs> it's like, right. <laughs> right there. Um, well, I was telling you earlier something that has really been just, just affecting me so much is... And I've been reflecting on quite a bit because I've had many opportunities to, which is that being pregnant in your 30s is Uh not the same. It is not the same thing. (laughs) Can I assure you? It is not the same thing (laughs) as being pregnant in your 20s. But I trust. I know. But I just want you to know this is not the same. It's not remotely the same. (laughs) Like I had this, I had this thought where I was like, okay, it would be like if you got, if you became like really proficient, like at the skating rink, like with roller skates yeah. and then you were like, well, I'm ready. Let's go. And you put on some ice skates and you flew right <laughs> to the ice and then you're like, wait, what am I doing? And right. that's how I feel. You're like, I'm doing it, but this but is very all totally weird, different. And it hurts in new places. <laughs> And it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> and the last time I was pregnant. And my skates are sharp. <laughs> it's, everything's sharp and weird. <laughs> and I can't move the same. And things are happening at a speed I'm not used to. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, the last time I was pregnant, I was, you know, I was 26. The last time I was this pregnant, I was 26. And it was not. Even even the difference between being pregnant at 23 and 26 was drastic. Yeah. Like two different things. Uh-huh. So I'm ju- I'm kind of scared. <laughs> I don't know what to ex- day to day. I don't know what to expect. You would think oh, this would be like old hat, and it's not. It's new. Right. It's new. It's not like a bike. It's new, floppy hat. <laughs> it's a new old dusty hat. <laughs> Is what it is. It's terrible. Anyway. If you can relate. Now that I've excited you, I didn't mean, it's not all bad. It's just very shocking is what I'm saying. Right. Um, you're not going to, you're not going back or anything. Right. You just. 
here you are. Wild. And but then it's just weird. We were talking earlier and it's like, I could be in like 10 years, I could be a grandma. Mm-hmm. I could be a grandma in my for 40, yeah. early 40s, mm-hmm. which is well. Just, and I w- what I was saying is what? we know many people that have a grandkid it's the crazy. same age as their own kid. It's crazy. So that could also be an option in your future, just depending on how things go. Depending on if I can actually <laughs> ice skate, which at this point I'm not feeling crazy confident <laughs> about. But anyway... Um, hi, welcome to Geologians. I wanted oh, to... Oh, you know, wait. Yeah. Because I didn't do this in the last episode, oh, I realized. Okay. But you're right. Oh, yeah. I am Joy, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, oh, Floppy Summer. hat is the theme of the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I told you I had a bunch of things written down mm-hmm. that I... Oh, okay. Here's <laughs> the thing. Um, so I have this thought. Well, actually... Oh, man, how do I choose between these two things? Just save one for next week. Okay. So what I realized is that um, if gummy bears were like a naturally occurring food, yeah, don't you agree that they would grow in like a little cluster of grapes? <laughs> like grapes do. Yeah. They that's would grow in that's a bunch. immediately how I imagined right. them, actually. Yeah. They wouldn't be like individual. No, no, no. Nay, no. <laughs> nay. No. No, they would be like a They bunch. would come in like a little bunch. Yeah. Absolutely. That's just the thought I had. <laughs> As you know, I only like the white ones. I was eating some gummy bears. Yeah. So. The white But then I realized, I was like, <laughs> okay, though, so do they come like oh. rainbow? Do they come with a, in a variety? Does like one bunch have all the different flavors? Oh, that's or a good question. No, because grapes, like green grapes, right. purple grapes. Matthew was saying... Well, it really got weird. It got far and weird. and he- <laughs> I mean, well, it started kind of far and weird. <laughs> yeah, it did. So the w- place but you're going to go. I'm usually already there. Yeah, so for me, it doesn't feel true. like a departure. I still see but- like plants waving at me because of that weird thing you said so many years ago about like how wind makes them look like they're waving. But like what if every flavor of gummy bear like had to grow in like different terrains oh. and and gummy bears were like. Five hundred dollars a bag. <laughs> that would be right? too much. Nobody would eat. Them. I mean, thank goodness they're not. Well, Rich people, people would. would. Yeah. yeah, I'd probably buy true. one. You could buy one white one. I would. And like then, that. if they made a bag of just white gummy bears, I'd be on that. Oh, I'm sure they do. You think so? Yeah, they've got to. I've heard that it's a thing that some people. Just... What's the white flavor? I don't know. It's well, the only one I like, though. I'm gonna Google it right so, now. It's funny that you brought up bunches of grapes because last night my husband and I were standing in the kitchen and I don't know what happened, but like nothing related to food happened. We were like putting stuff away and talking about something else and just completely unrelated. He goes, that made me want grapes. <laughs> he just walked out of the kitchen. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what just happened or what, what, what was the face you just made? Did you find the answer? Well, I'm going to go by the Albanese gummy bears because those are truly superior to, to Haribo. Are they? Yeah. Oh. They really are. Okay. Um, I wouldn't know. Oh, my gosh. I think, well. What? Why can't I just find this out easily? Why can't you just tell me? Maybe it's a hot, like, contested. In Haribo, I'm pretty sure the colorless, which is what they call it, colorless, oh, well, that's... is pineapple. Uh, okay. But I don't know if Albanese is actually... I don't Wait, love... individual flavors. And you can absolutely buy the individual flavors. Oh. Oh, yeah. 
It's pineapple. So they have the clear ones mm. are pineapple. And the there is like a true white colored one, but it's not common. It's like strawberry banana. I don't love pineapple, so that's interesting. Yeah. Not but, that it actually you know, tastes like pineapple. Right. Like the flavor is not <laughs> no. really anything it's resembling. imitation pineapple. I, have, I haven't done this much of a deep dive into... I've really taken gummies. us to a place, a special place. They have seasonal gummies. They have freedom gummies that are shaped like little veterans. Freedom. Are, I'm not going to ask not what say, those taste like. I should not say veterans. I should say little army people. <laughs> shaped like veterans. <laughs> they have gummy jet fighters. What I'm trying to find the, sh- the cherry, blue raspberry, and pineapple. Those are the those are the red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Pineapple. That's my anyway. Flavor. Now that you guys know more, yeah, about gummy bears than I you ever needed to know. I keep forgetting to tell you guys that because um, I talked about this. We didn't record for basically all of December. Right. We, <laughs> we recorded ahead of time. It's been a month, um, but my husband finished the table. You guys have been yes. asking. I have been meaning to tell you. He finished on Christmas Eve. Because, uh, well, our December was absolutely insane. Um, but he finished Christmas Eve, and then right before Christmas dinner, he and a friend brought it in and set it up in the dining room. And it's huge, and it comfortably seats 10 adults. Very nice. Uh, we could probably do more, honestly, because I had a ton of space. The ends of the tables, you could seat two if you wanted. Okay. Um and it was just, it was fantastic and I love it. And yeah, that's the story of my table. Now I have to figure out chairs. Right. <sighs> It'll happen. I don't want to, but I need, I need to. Um, and it was really cool. Are because you like interested at all in like refinishing some chairs or? No. Is that something you could convince Eric to do for your birthday? Hmm. I don't want him to. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think what I'm going to do is I think what we've decided on, cause I hate benches. Yeah. I hate them with the passion of a thousand well, sons. And honestly, you convinced me that they just are it's inferior. Ter- it's a terrible idea. They're less expensive than buying 10 chairs. Yeah. Two benches is always going to be cheaper. But if, you have, if you have children and you want people to be comfortable, you know, they're just going to fly right back off that thing right. and kill themselves. Yeah. Um, what I have decided is I'm going to do two kind of funky, nicer chairs at the ends ends. and then get match eight matching ones for the sides. Um, and I am definitely Facebook marketplacing that. Oh, cool. So that you'll do great. That's my, there's so many options. There's so many. That's what I'm doing. And it's going to be, that is, I just love Facebook marketplace. As you know, I furnished my basement with it. Uh, right. very affordable mm-hmm. yes. and I got great furniture there. And if you're willing to work with people who might not message you back and maybe it was sold three months ago and it's still listed, <laughs> if you're willing to go through that pain, you can save a buck and yeah. you can find some good furniture because people are just getting rid of things all the time. And I think the only, <laughs> the only new furniture in my house, someone else bought my husband built and our mattress. Everything else 
It's from other it's Which is hand-me-downs. Mattresses, please don't buy those yeah, on no. Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> mattress is a perfect example of something you can totally just, just get new. Get a new one. <laughs> anyway, so that's the story of my table. It's exciting. My husband made um, the best prime rib for Christmas. Yeah. First try and was great to kind of christen the table mm-hmm. with Christmas dinner and it, the table was full and it was great. Super fun. Yay. Yeah. We but. had a good Christmas too. We just hung out and uh, saw family and I was really go. upset about your deviled eggs because that you gave that you uh-huh. made for Christmas Eve because um, they're just better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> like they're just better. <laughs> and I was upset because I was bringing some home for Eric <laughs> that you so kindly packed. <laughs> and I was like, man, this is going to ruin. Now I'm going to have to try this recipe <laughs> next year, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't know it. I don't know how to make it. And these are just superior. And thankfully, Eric, I think he just loves deviled eggs so much. He was like, yeah, these are good. They taste like yours. They don't. <laughs> they don't. But he said he, yeah, sometimes he enjoyed when it in the you same just, amount. Sometimes when you just enjoy something, you just, just across the board yeah. enjoy it. And if and he's not the kind of per he's not the kind of person where he would have been like, No, honey, I like yours just as much. Right. But really he didn't. He's he would have told me. You're saying he's the kind of person that would have been like, Can you get this recipe? Because these are <laughs> much better. I love you. Thanks for making me doubled eggs, but you need to try this. That if that's how he felt, that's what he would have said. <laughs> right. Which yeah. I appreciate. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> same. Same. <laughs> yeah. That that characteristic is one of the reasons I married yeah. my husband. Mm-hmm. And like many things, after you've been married a while, you start to appreciate like, it less. Right? Do I want this? Can you just be nice to me <laughs> and my deviled eggs, please? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I had a lot of, I had fun at Christmas. I got to make a lot of food, lots of different kinds of food for a few different people. And that yeah. was fun. Yeah. It's a great time. I know. We're still talking about Christmas because we haven't recorded. <laughs> yeah. So we haven't Since like Christmas. decompressed the last yeah, month, month or so. Yeah. So welcome to that. Welcome back. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but who do, who doesn't want to just be like, hey, remember Christmas? Uh, remember all the lovely things? Remember when we thought 2020 was bad? <laughs> that was nice. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, we are, if you have been on the fence about joining book club, it's not too late. We are going to be discussing chapter one this week, Wednesday at one mountain time. So Google what time. It's for you because I don't Look, know. we can't control all of your schedules. <laughs> yeah. You're <laughs> going to have to figure that out. Um, we're going to be discussing chapter one of Broken Bread by Tilly Dillahaye. It is not too late to join. Um, so you can join us there at patreon.com slash theologians. When you join, by the way, um, our book club members get a just forever and always a 10% discount at shopsheologians.com. Just for, just for being on Patreon, just get a discount. Have fun. Um, Yay. <laughs> you can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. And today we are going to talk about advice from hell. Oh. You know, the kind of advice you don't want to take. <laughs> That's the tag. You know what? That's not the, the tag you were coming at this from. <laughs> 
But maybe that's, maybe when you started talking about it, I was like, I know what bad that's, advice yeah. is. <laughs> I know what bad advice is. <laughs> Let me tell you. Well, so from my, if you guys want to know my perspective, <laughs> I think when I suggested a topic, I was like, we should do it. A, a show on council. Well, it was kind of, you know, we ended our, we ended last week talking about, you know, godly exhortation. Right. And As how I it's was necessary. And I was good. studying for these two things and yeah, it was like the, I, for, uh, the positive toxic positivity episode and this one. And I was like, there's a lot of overlap. Yeah. Uh huh. There's a lot of yeah. overlap. Yep. I mean, I just, when you started talking about like, what does it mean to take wise counsel? How do you even know you're taking wise counsel. I just immediately thought of all the passages in Proverbs where it's like, if you follow this crowd, you are going straight down to Sheol. Like that was kind of like what I had. Or in as my brain. Um, Michael Scott says, H E L L double hockey sticks. <laughs> that's you know, that's where you're headed. There's this is a real. <laughs> A real place and the kind of counsel and people you f- run in with are. Well, and then related. I, I am all, I think everyone can use just endless episodes on counsel because yeah. I, I'm just any, one of the things I do for my jobs puts me in a, uh, mm-hmm. a, I mean, not really, I guess anyone who works for a ministry or a corporation or any business of any kind that answers emails um, and mm-hmm. gets people asking for help mm-hmm. can kind of, you understand uh, what I mean when I say, uh, why are you asking me this? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, I'm always of the opinion that um, we sh- we should just do this topic multiple times a year and just always be encouraging people to seek counsel from their elders, mm. um, especially on, mm-hmm. I mean, for really on a variety of things all the way from, mm-hmm. um, you know, s- sin issues to mm-hmm. issues of daily sanctification, mm-hmm. just, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that a lot of people don't even think of that as an option yeah. or they don't, it doesn't even pop into their head or they think I don't want to bother my pastor. Or obviously then there's some people that are like, I should go to my pastor for everything that I ever needed to know. Um, (laughs) And so it's like, it can be hard to know. And then, well, and then sometimes you can try to find things out and like seek counsel from people on the internet or whatever. And then you don't know who to trust and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. Um, but this is a great moment for me to say that you should, mm-hmm. if you need counsel in something, mm-hmm. um, you should talk to your pastors. Yeah. Um, if you, if you don't have pastors, like if I just said that and you're like, my pastors would never talk to me about this. Yeah. Then you need to talk to your pastors about that. Yeah. And um, that may or may not end in you finding a new church or whatever. But um, even you being feeling unable to go to your pastors for counsel is probably still something you should right. speak with your church about. Yeah. Um, because they're called to be overseers. They're called, they are a spiritual authority. Right. And so if they're not um, 
wielding spiritual authority in your life, well, that's one problem. Or perhaps you're not allowing them right. to. Yes. That's a different problem. Yeah. So there could be different things at play right. here. I don't know. Yeah. But. There's a variety of things, but, right. you know. Um, but yeah, I just think it's an important... There are... Well, and even last in last week's episode, we were talking... Like, I mentioned, like, the practical ways to achieve... Mm-hmm something you know and mm-hmm. it's like a, a lot of times in the in the christian walk it is a great piece of advice is to talk to someone mm-hmm. and seek wisdom mm-hmm. uh from somebody uh, or seek counsel from somebody mm-hmm. and that's but we want to make sure we're not we're doing it mm-hmm. the right way and we're talking to the right people mm-hmm. um and i think that we just have we're not we're just not uh taught that well yeah like who do i go to a lot for whatever reason we we think we either need to like hold things up and never talk about them mm-hmm. or we tried talking about them and it didn't work and so we're just not we tried to positive our way out of it <laughs> right yeah fake it till you make it um or we just thought like or we're not humble enough yeah right to ask for counsel or you're a liar and you don't want to did go to counsel <laughs> and you just lied or yeah, right. or you, or you're intentionally avoiding counsel because you're like what you're doing. Right. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I just think, uh, it's never a bad encouragement right. to hear, you know, you can talk to somebody about this. Right. Well, and I think too, a big, big piece to that is that where you go for advice mm-hmm is absolutely going to reveal what kind of counsel you actually want. Yep. So something that um, is incredibly common, uh, especially I think in reformed Christian circles is going to advice, going to people online mm-hmm. for advice. Um, I've definitely done it without any kind of self-reflection and then later been like, wait, hold on. You know, there right. is, there is a place I should be going for right. this kind of counsel. Why am I going to somewhere where, you know, essentially no one really knows me. No one's actually in my life. No one can hold me accountable to this. Um, no one can take any kind of real time measurement of well, this. And thing. even just think, <laughs> even just think, um, what, cause we've said this on the show before and mm. we'll continue to say it keep, that the, <laughs> yeah, exactly what she just said, that the, the type of counsel you seek re- will reveal the type what of counsel, kind of counsel you, you desire. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, that so might be why you're not talking to somebody at your church right. or your elders, because it's going to give you, you're going to get something you don't want. If maybe. you have been agonizing over what you have determined is depression or anxiety. And the only person that you've asked for help from or wisdom from um, lives 3000 miles away from you. Yeah. You need to understand yeah. That that may indicate mm-hmm. that you don't actually, you don't actually want to do asking, this. You're asking for help. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you're not asking for help from someone who can actually help Effect you. change. Right. <laughs> Hold you accountable. And that is. Say I mean, something uncomfortable. Right. Honestly, that's the, that yeah. is the biggest point I also wanted to make yeah. in this is that y- there are things that we think. And I, yeah, I can't even tell you how many people I've heard say, you know, I've been wondering about this for like the last five years. It's like, no, you haven't. 
if you really been wondering about it, you would have found the answer right by now. Right. And now that's not, I'm not saying all this to shame you into not saying anything. Right. I'm, I'm saying it right to encourage you to be real with yourself. Right. Um, or, you know, if you, if you have never asked your pastor a theological question, mm-hmm. but you, you've been stewing on this right. you know, forever. Yeah. And then you no. just, you email someone and then you're upset. You email a ministry and you're upset that they didn't tell you all the differences in Levitical law between the right. covenantal law and what still like, yeah, then, or, yeah, and that's, that's another good example. Do you want some, are you asking someone cause you want someone to do the work for you? Right. Is it work that, that you need to do? Right. Um, and so there, I don't know, there's so much to talk about, but <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a really, really big one. You're what kind of advice you actually want will be revealed by where you're looking for this counsel. Um, another thing is, is, you know, obviously we live in a time where we're so blessed. You have access to and you, you might have access to somebody who wrote the second most influential theological novel in your life to you. Right. Oh, do you, do you have experience with that? <laughs> a little bit at all? <laughs> a little bit. Um, do you know any experts or I, anything? Yeah. <laughs> but the question is, is like, you know, your local pastor and elders and the people in your church, it is their duty to exhort you and build you up in the faith right. and to be a real life in the flesh. Um, iron sharpening iron to you. And I understand there's probably people listening who are like, well, I'm not in that kind of church or I live an hour away from that kind of church or, um, and you know, again, in that scenario, I would say, well, this is something to discuss with your husband, with Mm -hmm. your, um, father with, you know what I mean? There's, there's also, I do want to say, um, that in order to be counseled well and receive wisdom well, you do not need to be pastored by Dr. James White. Right. Yes. Um, so that's, <laughs> yes. that's why we're kind of being intentionally vague about, we're not saying if you feel like you can't go to your pastor, leave your church. That's not what we're saying. <laughs> no. Because um, sometimes when people want to leave a church mm-hmm. or when they feel like they can't go to their pastor for counsel, they're mm-hmm. like, well, well, my pastor is not an expert at Mormon outreach and evangelism. Right. It's like, well, he doesn't, have to he be have to an be. expert in that. Right. He's your um, pastor. <laughs> so when you, that's another thing to consider in terms of counsel is that, um, if you are demanding mm-hmm. that, that you're being counseled by a specific type of person, yeah, that still, that, that is revealing of the type of counsel right. we're desiring that right. still counts under right. what we said. And before. there's nothing, you know, I think it's really cool that there are podcasts that we all listen to where you can call in and ask yeah. questions and tons of supplemental and it's to your pastor. It, there's we're de- yeah. I'm definitely not, we're not saying, Oh, don't do that. Like we have a voicemail number. Right. You can email us. Um, I will get back to you eventually. If you emailed me in the last six weeks, um, I will get back to you. <laughs> the people uh, are like, Oh, so that's why I didn't get the email no, back. Don't no. think that's not what I'm saying. Um, you know, but this is more, in, you know, life on life type of things. Like your pastor is, 
is supposed to counsel you. And the people that you're in church with can actually grow you and build you up in the faith and hold you accountable in a way that somebody that you don't know who lives far away cannot do. Um, And so one of the thoughts I had was that part of our Christian duty is to be able to counsel others well. So it is your duty. If you are not in the word, you cannot exhort someone with the word. Mm -hmm. It's just not possible. So part of Christian love for others is being in the word so that you are equipped to exhort, encourage, correct, to give a word fitly spoken in the moment that is needed by, by somebody, um, by another believer who has been put in your life. That is your Christian duty. Uh, you don't need to wait around uh, for someone else that you perceive to be uh, older, smarter, wiser. You know, maybe here's the deal. You might not be the older sister in the faith now, mm-hmm. but uh, it's coming at you. Right. <laughs> um, the day is coming, my friends, <laughs> when you are going to be the older sister in the faith mm-hmm. who who has been commanded to be equipping the younger sisters specifically to love their husbands and manage their households and raise their kids. And if this is and even if you're single, I'm going to be, I'll tell you right now, some of my um, older single lady friends have given me some of the most solid advice. So you don't, you can be single, you can be married. Mm-hmm. Um, the requirement is that you're in the word because you cannot give someone the word if you don't know the word. Um, so something, my personal memory verse right now that I'm committing to memory uh, is Colossians 2, 8. And it says, see to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. This is such a big deal because I don't ever want to give someone advice that the elemental spirits of the world would be happy I was giving them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I was thinking you can be a Christian and accidentally give advice straight from hell. Right. If you aren't in the word, if you aren't, you cannot be someone's older in the faith. Um, if you, if you are not soaking yourself in the word, mm-hmm. uh, and you don't have to be a scholar, right. Um, to do this, you know, honestly, the best Christian advice I've ever gotten, you know what? Yes. A true, Hashtag fact. Some of it's come from my dad. Some of it's come from Jeff Durbin. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I get it, y'all. I have the privilege of receiving (laughs) a lot of good advice, especially from Jeff, because he's my pastor. I get it. (laughs) However, they are not the only ones that have given me excellent advice. I have gotten excellent advice from people who don't have seminary degrees, Mm -hmm. from people who don't have college degrees, from people who have just been faithful in the word and who love Jesus. And that, my friends, is supposed to be you. Mm -hmm. Like that's supposed to be you as well. So be in the word, be ready, because knowing the faith isn't just so that you can answer to unbelievers. It's so that you can also be a tool in the Lord's kingdom to build others up. And I mean, think directly of your sphere. My kids ask me spiritual questions every day, like every single day. And 
sometimes I have to look things up and mm -hmm. that's okay. And definitely humility is part of this. Um, but we need to get out of this like very kind of elitist like mindset. And and that's, that's what we're getting at. I'm not saying, I'm not saying don't, don't email Apologia Studios anymore right. yeah, or don't no, ask not... me for a Bible study reco, although don't, cause I don't do those, but, um, you know, <laughs> like people ask me that one and I'm like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I wish I did. I don't know. <laughs> um, but well, sometimes like that's just, and that's an example of like a more harmless one, but it's still, you don't know what's going on in that body. So you don't know what the best recommendation, you can give a good recommendation, yeah. but it may not be the best one. You mm -hmm. know, like it's still, I would hope that if, if a group, if you have a group in your church, that's wanting to do a Bible study, I would hope you can go to your pastors. Right for something like that. And definitely your pastor should know <laughs> what material people yes, in the church yeah. are using. Mm -hmm. That's super important. Yeah. But if you can't, like if it's just really bad, like I understand wanting to, you know, wanting direction on that, that's fine. When I, when we are talking about counsel and advice, I'm talking about like life direction yeah. kind of mm -hmm. stuff. If you have a friend, the friend that you need to be, I'll tell you right now, you need to be the friend that your other friend who wants to hide their adultery doesn't want to come to because right. they know what you're going to mm -hmm. say. Like that needs to be your character that yeah. the counsel that you give needs to be the kind of counsel that's dangerous to somebody who wants to keep and hide their sin. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, this puts, you know, it, obviously this conversation puts us in a weird spot because you and I answer questions for ministries and we get mm -hmm. lots of questions. And so I just want to say, we're not saying don't talk to us or don't ask questions. Okay. So hilariously, my pastor just called me and gave me some advice <laughs> right in the middle of recording. You didn't seek him for counsel. I didn't but... seek out the counsel, but he <laughs> called me and gave me some counsel. And that was hilarious timing. Anyway, I don't remember what I said because that just <laughs> happened. Um, while you're doing that, Matthew sent me a video of Georgia um, and she figured out she can crawl underneath the bed. <laughs> oh, no. That is um, sometimes I'll be in my room doing something and I'll hear something and it like is startling. Yeah. And then Janie's like, it's OK. I'm just under your bed. <laughs> Which I feel great now that I have a little. Did I tell you I have a robot vacuum? <laughs> oh, yeah. You got a Roomba. I got it. It's not a Roomba. Oh, oh, it's, sorry. It's um, a Eufy. I don't know. It was on sale. What does it do when it comes to that little step down in your... It doesn't go down steps. Okay. Yeah. No, it, it turns around and doesn't go down hmm. it. I just have to pick him up and put him in there. I saw a video of someone, they had received a notification that was like, your Roomba is like on the edge of a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> it like said that in the no. notification, That's but amazing. then it was like hanging off like just a step. <laughs> Like down. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't, anyway. Well, anyway, it's a knockoff Roomba and I love it so much and it can go underneath my bed and it, now it's clean under there. So I don't care that she's underneath there. That's where I was going with that. <laughs> That's why it came in my head. I'm like, and my daughter's under there and it's clean. What anyway. were we talking about before he? I was talking about the verse I'm memorizing right now, Colossians 2.8. Um, and this is just a, a great time in your life to commit it to, to memory. If you're looking for a memory verse, um, 
because it is, it's a command. I've been diagramming a lot of sentences. See to it. <laughs> this is your job. See to it that no one takes you cap- captive by philosophy and empty deceit. Um, this means that you should be discerning in the kind of advice that you take and internalize. Mm. And I think there was a time, I think there was a time not too long ago where, well, man, I'm getting old. It was a decade ago. Anyway, um, (laughs) where I probably, I was not as intense with the kind of advice that I wouldn't take. Mm-hmm. Or I was not as intense with where I got counsel from. Right. You know, that idea that all truth is God's truth is true. Mm-hmm. Um, however, when you're looking for life advice, you know, we're, it's, we're told you're not to be taken captive um, by worldly philosophies. Uh, Psalm, the, the book of Psalms begins with a blessing um, for people who do, who do not walk in the counsel of the wicked, like yeah. blessed is the man mm-hmm. <laughs> who walks not in the counsel of the wicked. And it keeps going or stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. What's the result of being steeped in God's law? You, he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its seasons and it, its leaf does not wither and all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so. So there's a, one of the most influential, should be influential in your life books. The book of Psalms begins with a blessing for those who don't stand in the counsel of the wicked. Um, so that's something to consider. Obviously, uh, I was thinking about this actually because <laughs> this this keeps coming up. I'm in my 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, my skin is not the same uh, as it was in my 20s. And I was just like, you know, I feel like I've been doing the same thing for a long time, but I don't have the same skin. Right. So if you do a little search on the Internet for some advice on like, how do you just what is a cheap way to take care of your aging skin? Um, all of the really, all of the advice I found that was actually helpful, um, that where people had like done the research, um, came from, uh, gay men who basically own the beauty industry, quote unquote beauty Mm -hmm. industry. And this got me thinking about how like it, it bothered me. That if I wanted just very simple, quick advice on here's something you can buy at the drugstore for your aging skin. Mm -hmm. Here's how you can keep your skin clean. I just, I'm not looking for something magic here. I'm not trying to de-age my skin. Yeah. You're not trying to not be a 32-year-old mom. Um, (laughs) And it just got me thinking about... All right. So... (laughs) Um, we keep having interruptions yeah. and I'm losing my train of thought. Right. So let's just start. <laughs> oh, man, I really wish I could remember what you were saying. I was talking about Psalm 1 and I also... But just, I think your point was kind of... You made the point, I made my right? Point. Yeah, I made my point. Okay. Uh, Proverbs has a lot. If you're like, yeah. where do I go in scripture? 
It's literally go read Proverbs. Wisdom literature. It's wisdom from above. It is and it, not. <laughs> so don't take advice from hell. Go find the wisdom from above. Proverbs. Yeah. I mean, it's all over. Um, also, in studying Colossians, because my kids are working on memorizing chapter two, we ended up talking about how, like, over and over, like, Jesus is referred to as wisdom. Like, he's oh, called uh-huh. wisdom. Yeah. He is the revelation of all wisdom in him is the fullness of wisdom. So scripture Mm -hmm. (laughs) is a great place to go for wisdom. Um, Proverbs 12, 15 says the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. Um, So it's, I mean, just straight up, if you are always right in your own eyes, if you want to be right in your own eyes, if you don't want advice, if you will not listen to advice, scripture says you're a fool. Mm Mm-hmm. You're a fool. Uh, just without any buffer <laughs> or protection around that. So you do. So there's another, I don't even know what point we're on, but point number <laughs> 10, you do need some counsel. You sure do. <laughs> Whoever you, you are. you think you never do. <laughs> probably Allow us a to fool. counsel you and tell you that you need <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, Yeah. And that's another thing is I don't think you're really looking a lot of times when people ask questions, they're not really looking for advice or counsel. They're looking for confirmation that they're right. Um, This happens a lot in in women's groups. It's Mm -hmm. like, let me tell you this story about this person. You don't know this person. You're only going to get my perspective on the story. Am I right? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, um, none of us can actually answer that question in a really godly way. Like, because we don't know, like we yeah. don't know what we don't know, mm-hmm. which is most of the story. And it's like, well, if you come in and you're like, my husband told me to sin. Is that right? It's like, yeah. well, we can all say no, but do we really know what's happening? Exactly can what you, happened. can yeah. you actually, you're not here for counsel. You're here for confirmation. Right. Um, well, and so, I mean, that's important. It's important to note that. Yeah. It, like, cause we already talked about giving counsel. Right. So, there, there is a, a moment where it's appropriate for you to say, you, you already know, <laughs> or, um, I don't feel comfortable yeah. answering that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can, y- you know, you can use, you can, you can use your judgment on, I think a, you can use your own personal judgment on, a. uh, giving counsel or wisdom over the internet. I think mm-hmm. it's largely problematic mm-hmm. uh but there's plenty of instances where there's yeah not a problem but yeah. um and you know of course a lot of people the age of social media has awakened in us our desire to just give an opinion about everything yeah um so be careful mm-hmm. on the internet i would say that is it's not a great place to um get counsel mm-hmm. uh for i mean just use that little litmus that we mentioned earlier, which is mm-hmm. what, what does getting counsel on social media reveal about the kind of counsel I'm, I'm looking, looking for. for? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the only other thing that I really had to say, which we kind of touched about and we touched on in the last episode is just that um, counsel, if someone comes to you for counsel, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, 
this is a piece. The only reason I give this piece of advice is because it's a piece of advice I constantly give to myself, which is that when someone comes to you for help or they're asking you what to do or they're asking what your opinion is and it, that like affects their life in some way, you know, mm-hmm. um, don't say stuff to make yourself feel better. Don't say stuff to make, even if you know that you have like your opinions, right. Mm-hmm. If you're just giving counsel so that, cause you like to be right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I can't, that women right, love to be counselors. Right. That right there is why I tell myself yeah. that it's okay to be quiet. Mm-hmm. It's okay to listen to someone and not say anything. Um, it's okay to listen and send someone somewhere else. Um, it's okay to say, Hey, you shouldn't be doing that. And if you don't do something about it, I will talk to the right. elders. Yeah. That's a, that sometimes mm-hmm. that's what needs to be said. Yeah. Sometimes that is a form of the best counsel right. you could possibly yeah. get. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, and, um, the, I actually did have one other thing. I know I said that was my last thing, but if you are receiving counsel, my last piece of advice mm. is that, um, is that you be honest mm. about why you're receiving about what you need. Yeah. Um, because the person who's giving you counsel mm-hmm. can only, um, do so based off of the information that, they that they're given. So yeah. that means a be honest about what's going on mm-hmm. and B be clear about what's going on. Cause mm-hmm. there's some things that, that run through your head every single day mm-hmm. that they don't think about every single day. Right. So some things might seem like a given, like, it's just written into the story, mm-hmm. but they don't actually know that. Right. So just be honest and mm-hmm. be clear mm-hmm. um, when you're seeking counsel and that will allow your counselor to offer you better counsel. Right. Yeah. They can't fully counsel you if they don't fully know <laughs> right. what's going on. And it will just like, if you're actually in like a counseling type session where you're meeting with your pastors on yeah. tu- every Tuesday or whatever, mm-hmm. like it's just, I'm not saying don't don't receive counsel because they're busy, but I'm saying just be honest and be clear mm-hmm. because they are they are trying to take care of a lot of people, um, and it's just going to benefit you. Like right. sitting in counseling sessions for sixteen Tuesdays and not mentioning this really important detail, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just not just just know that like right. you are you are participating right. in the event, yeah. even though you're asking for something right. and receiving it, like you're, uh, you're pr- actively participating and, um, right. Yeah. Very. I'm not accusing anyone of being dishonest or unclear, but I'm just saying, right. That's my piece of just hopefully helpful. helpful advice. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, <laughs> it was a weird episode. <laughs> it's been a weird day. But we really hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> it's been a weird day for us here. <laughs> Having it Jeff really call has. me in the middle of an ep- this, this episode. Yeah, we was... just kept thinking, like, it's a weird day. And then it just kept getting weirder. I just had to go help a child emergency. It was Anyway, mm. I hope that it blessed you. Stay in the word. Be in the word. Oh, I wanted to recommend. I'm going to play this really quickly here at the end. Um Go look up our friend Brian Save. I'm probably not saying his name right. It's spelled S-A-U-V-E. He has this EP of like Psalms that he put oh, yeah. together. It's really uh-huh. good. 
Like, it's really, really good. It's genuinely good Christian music. And go find it on Spotify or iTunes. Add it to your playlists. Give it a listen. It's just really solid stuff. And he has even There's more a lot of hymns out. that are, I mean, hymns are, like, solid, rich yeah. theological songs. Yeah. But sometimes they're, like... Well, you either can't read sheet music <laughs> right. or you're like, I don't really want to sing along to the choral version. Yeah, I don't. Of this no. we need <laughs> from 1974. We need these updated <laughs> psalms that are singable and we need to be singing them and it's really great. And I'm just going to shut up and tell you guys to have a good week and we will see you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Devil's dungeon chained I lay The pangs of death swept over me My sin devoured me night and day In which my mother bore me In which my mother bore me